Hello and welcome into another Red Out Podcast. My name is Colonel Stewart here and just coming at you. Got some football talk, got some Western talk, got some... We're playing some team this week. I think it's State Ohio, Ohio State. I don't know. Uh, I think they're in Columbus. It's somewhere. Uh, Stick with us. We'll get right into it, guys. Hey, how about them tops, son? All day. SEC boys. You're listening to the Red Out Podcast. I am not ashamed to admit in the past, I've needed a therapist. We all need someone, and it's a strong person who can admit it. I talked to my doctor who referred me to a therapist, and I really didn't have much say as to who the therapist was. But with this episode's sponsor, BetterHelp, you do. You can filter out who you would like to talk to, age, gender, religion, and more to pair you with the person who works best for you. And if the person isn't exactly who you are wanting, you're not stuck. You can switch counselors. BetterHelp strives to offer affordable, professional, and accessible online therapy. So go to BetterHelp.com slash Redout today to save 10%. By doing this, you not only support us, you can work toward a brighter, healthier you. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Um, we were or are supposed to have a guest tonight, but um, he was unable to make it. Uh, but we're hoping he may be able to make it towards the end of the episode. So for those of you listening live, that's why the title has uh, uh, Buckeye Mike on there. But s- sorry, we'll see how it goes. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, so back Oopsies. to the action. Uh, we'll jump into this real quick uh, with Western golf. I mean, Western golf, like we were talking the other day about, um, I got to look up the name. What was the name of that um, golf tournament they were in? The It was uh, in Cincinnati, Cincinnati, I know. Let me see. I'll pull up the name real quick while my internet's quick. Um, University of Cincinnati Invitational. That makes sense, actually. Uh, the Jennifer Duke Invitational. Oh, yeah. It's I knew it had a person's name. I didn't remember what it was, but uh, the Lady Tops actually ended up winning the Jennifer Duke Invitational Victory or uh, Tournament Golf Scramble. I don't know. What do you call those? Invitational? Uh, is that just what it is? Yeah, um, but anyway, Western ended up dominating it. Basically. Uh, Katie Craig, our own personal female version of Tiger Woods, got the. Uh, uh, she was four under, four under sixty six in the final round. So, to, so yeah, she sure. shot a sixty six. I guess is what that means. And she was yeah, four man. under. And par was uh, seventy. Yes. Um, and then uh, we've got. Um, sorry, just bumping up my volume here. Uh, Lady Top. see the Twitter handles at Sarah Dabera. <laughs> Got second and Addie Westbrook. I'm pretty sure that's probably her name. Uh, Addie Westbrook was fourth. Um, yes, that was. Um, I the only person I got was the Katie uh, Katie Craig. Um, there was a girl. Let me see. Apparently, Arnold's got second place finish, uh, best of her career, and then of course. Coach Gary, uh, the uh, Lady Toppers, I guess, and probably men's too, golf coach, is won 10 championships in nine seasons. 
Yeah. So look out, Coach Hudson. Nice. <laughs> I'm saying he's the yeah. winningest coach in golf uh, program history. So, and also, yeah, I, I really, honestly, you got to like where the golf programs are going. Um, I mean, right? Like, yeah, I, really I mean, the, yeah, awesome. Completely great job. Um, and then we've got um, uh, Katie Craig. Uh, she was named Conference USA Co Golfer of the Week. So, congratulations to her. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we're showing showing golf some love. I, well, I I do try to spread it around. You know, we are your one stop golf news station. So, um, we uh, that's all I've got for golf. Do you have anything else? I mean, like <laughs> the lady tops in general, the girls dominated. Uh, but the Katie Craig was basically the she ended up having her single victory and then the team victory. Uh, so, you know, it was awesome job by the golf team. Uh, but for golf, uh, or for golf, for volleyball, um, we had uh, Western beating Austin P in a very close uh, three nil match. So uh, good job, Western. Yeah, nail biter there. Yeah. Kaylee, Kaylee Bauer and Kaylee Bauer and Kaylee Cox picked up double doubles on the night. Um, Kaylee Cox had 12 kills off 23 swings for a uh, 5-2-2 hitting clip. Yeah, I got that from the article. I have no idea what that means. Well, 5-20, I mean, it's like like hitting that in baseball. Well, I didn't even, I mean, this is how much I knew about. That's good, right? I mean. Well, this is how much I knew about volleyball. I was when I saw them saying like she has a 522 average, I was like, she's got a 522 hitting average. Like that's baseball talk, right? I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. It's similar. Uh, I mean, if you look at a 300 in volleyball, it's similar to 300 ish in baseball. I mean, it's not exactly, but yeah, if she hit 522, that means one that mean, of, that's- more than one out of every two times she went to hit the ball, she'd hit it on the ground. Robert it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Gabby Wee, I think I've I think I typed that right. Uh she stuffed four blocks uh from the middle. So she was dominating up the middle and Kaylee Cox was just killing it at least half the time. So over half the time at 522. I mean that's a great job. I couldn't do it. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm too short. But um I'm could taller than Jared. Net? So could you get net on a volleyball uh net? Uh, how tall is a volleyball net? <laughs> it's like, I think it's it maybe eight and a half feet. Oh, so you? Uh, it's pretty short. <laughs> you could you should be able to touch your face on it if you're not like five two. You, I mean, I'm not that tall, dude. Or I'm not that short. I'm sorry. How tall? Uh, is you're it? not five two. Yeah. Wow, Devin. I think I'm shorter than Jared. I'm I'm like one of the 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 Snow White Seven Dwarves. I've got the beard and the that's it. Uh, let me Jared, see. Jared, any thoughts on this? I, you know, I, I think I've actually just started, like, my daughter will ask my wife something and she will not be around, so I'll just answer. And I'll do this voice and just keep talking. So I think I'm going to do that with Jared from now on. We'll be like, hey, Jared, what do you think about that? I think you're right. <laughs> um, Perfect. I don't know. I mean, sorry, I was trying to say how tall. I mean, how tall is he? There we go. That's what I want. How tall is a college volleyball net? 
Seven feet and 11 and five eighths inches. Yeah, it's like eight. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Eight, eight and a half feet. So that's the that's like the top. Yeah, dude, I couldn't hit that with a trampoline. I probably I know I could get the bottom, but not the top. You couldn't get to eight feet. No, I can't jump eight feet. Like the, I mean, it's not like I can stand and and touch the top of that net. Yeah, but how tall are you? Six three. See, you're six three. I'm I mean five <laughs> ten. I'm 5'10". So you're five inches shorter. You can't get up a foot off the ground. I mean, five inches a lot is a lot, like right, ladies. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, no, I like I, I might I might could I might could tip the net, but I am not jumping over that. I can tell you that right now. I hear you. Okay, so I'm sure everybody's thrilled to hear our volleyball net. How high could Devin jump? Talk, but that's fascinating. Uh, uh, we yes. keep going on this. <laughs> uh no we've got football to get into so oh we've just sped right along tonight i think we're gonna get done in like 30 minutes tonight but because i was all primed and ready to uh talk with our guest and he's not gonna make it um so you probably like have you looked at anything today or are you just yes <laughs> yes I, I, did, I, did. Talk. <laughs> I did i legitimately did i had uh i had a little homework sesh earlier because i was off today okay. so i see you, um western western uh obviously we played uh hcu in uh, houston christian university or formerly houston baptist uh i did did you catch the announcers well you were at the game uh, the announcers on the uh, on the game, uh, which one of them was Terry Obi, former coach at Western, love Coach Obi. Oh, really? Uh, on ESPN Plus? Yes, he was. He was one of the and one of the okay. commentators during the game, and uh, <laughs> I loved I loved Obi doing it because he would he called out somebody. He called, he's like the guys call him Donut, and I'm like. <laughs> Like only Obi would say that on ESPN, but uh, oh my god, uh, Obi! So the tops, <laughs> the tops ended up winning fifty-two to twenty-two over HCU. Uh, personally, I was really proud of the offense. I thought they did well. Um, I felt personally, I felt like Helton took his foot off the gas with the offense. That's just my opinion. Um, and then I just I. Like part of me was not very pleased with what the way the defense played. I feel like we should have locked things down a little better than we did, but um, you know, I honestly didn't think they should have scored twenty two points. But towards the end of the game, you know, we did have more second string in there, and uh, you know, Helton took his foot off the gas, and they even put um, his uh, nephew. Um, Little Helton, which what's his first name? Turner. Turner. Yeah. Turner Helton. Honestly, the kid was impressive. Honestly, I mean, I'm I'm completely like fine with doing. it. I'm completely fine with it. I'm just hoping his uncle like lets him play. Or we have another issue. Um, when Coach Helton eventually leaves, you know, we're gonna have Turner Helton here going. I'm coming with you, Unc. And the rest of us are yeah, going. Just go to his dad. His dad's at Georgia Southern. It's kind of funny. He chose his uncle over his dad. <laughs> I would have. But anyway, who, I mean, would you play for your dad? Would you play a sport for your dad? Well, let me tell you this, Devin. Back in 2009, when I was in the middle of being on every team that was owing something, 
uh, we were in we were in church league, and my dad was the coach. Oh, on good the, lord! On the first assembly B team, and we were the B team. <laughs> it was <laughs> terrible, man. Clanking stuff off the top of the backboard. Dude. Anyway, I, I guess seen... I played for my dad. It was fine. <laughs> yeah, but that's church league. Like it's he can't tear oh, into the church league. Okay, we we but... we got into some tiffs. <laughs> okay, I will say I've seen more injuries in church league stuff than I think I did at Western. Like oh, dude, it's in brutal, my extensive man. It's... career, I played dude, church league football, and that was rough. Oh yeah, dude, they don't want to blow the whistle because they want to get home. Yeah, and like yeah, I mean, you basically have <laughs> muggings. People are just getting clobbered, and they're like, "I didn't see any contact. Run the clock." <laughs> <laughs> and like, they just run through the whatever. The preacher just technically fouled me. He literally—that's a—he teed me up. That's bull. Uh, but what part uh, of Jesus well, about it? I don't know. But <laughs> speaking of, uh, well, yeah, okay. So, so I do have one little thing since we're talking church league stuff. HCU, right, this is in my stats. HCU had nine penalties for 92 yards. I just want to say that's not very Christian. I'm just saying. Oh, boy. <laughs> I thought we were separating ourselves from the <laughs> religious hey, attacks. I, I was, it's a joke. <laughs> Chill out, people. Jesus. Um, so, uh, but Matt, what were your thoughts on the game? I know you t- you wrote up the game grades for the towel rack. If you want to see the extensive look into Matt's thoughts on each position. Check that out at the Tower Rack. Um, but what were your thoughts, kind of just overview of what were you proud of, what were you not proud of? Okay. Well, first of all, I mean, I think overall the way I kind of looked at this result was, you know, just check it off the list. Like, pretty good job, you know, not a disaster. But I think we could have seen more from them. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, like you, you know, when you look at the final score, you know, we were favored by like 42 and a half, only one by 30. Um, you know, you give up 22 points, you give up 360 something yards. So that's not very impressive against a team that has never in its history finished 500 in the FCS. Yeah. Um, even with, even with Bailey Zappy. Um, so it, it's, it's concerning in that way, you know, you, you have some issues there that are still ongoing. The the running game, they were able to run the ball some. It wasn't yeah. as bad as South Florida. You know, we gave up 300-something yards against South Florida, something ridiculous just on the ground. Um, so we did better than we did against South Florida with the run, um, but also it was a, a lesser opponent. So I, I kind of look at it as yay, you know, we we checked that off the list. It didn't look like a disaster, but we definitely have some stuff we've got to fix. And I think when you think about going into this week, um, it's not it's not going to make any kind of statement to Ohio State or your fans or anything that you're really going to go into Ohio State and and give them a game. Um, yeah. So I was, you know, you were talking about the the start and everything it was a nice start 31 to nothing, I think. Um, but then we did have a lull for about two quarters, basically where Houston Christian was honestly better than us or better than Western, you know, it was like 22 to seven, I think. And they actually yeah. cut it to 16. Um, and so what I didn't like was letting them 
like absolutely back in the game. Like they were within two scores at that point. So anything can happen if you allow them to creep back in. What you do like though is as soon as that happened, we immediately turned the switch on, slapped them around, and won by thirty and and dropped in a couple touchdowns to end the game. Yeah. So you like the response. I'd like to see a little more awareness and fire where you just kind of finish it. And that could be, like you said, it could be on coach a little bit. It could be uh, on the players, a little bit of everybody. But you just kind of want to see a little bit more desire to finish it and just slam the slam the coffin, so to speak. You know, like just kind of shut it and move on and yeah. instead of possibly giving them some, some life. So yeah. I'm okay with it, but I'd like to see a little bit more from them going forward in those situations. I Well, I mean, and, you know, kind of like you were saying, I, I, it's just the defense for me. Like, I know we've had this paperclip defense forever, but, like, I just – I would have liked to have seen more stops than what we had against them. I mean, their defense mm-hmm. is not anywhere near, you know – some of the teams we, you know, Law Tech or Liberty or some of these teams that we're going to face in Conference USA. Now, granted, they're probably better than a couple of those teams that we're going to face in Conference USA. But, you know, we should still dominate the, you know, we should still dominate. And that's my, I wish I we could have, I want the 73 to nothing game that we had against FIU. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be but something out, that gets you fired we, up. Now we did have an interception and two forced uh, fumbles. Uh, sorry, I'm pulling up my note, my notes. Uh, but we did have three. They had three turnovers, two fumbles, one interception. Sorry, and uh, but they had 368 total yards. Like that to me is very concerning. Mm-hmm. They threw yeah. for 200 yards. They had 155 yards rushing. We only had 115 yards rushing. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, I will say some of our stats were skewed because uh, for the first half, we didn't get the ball um, much inside our own territory. I mean, we were right yeah. at midfield or, or or farther in, uh, yeah, or, or farther you know closer to the goal line. So some of that is just some some lost yardage there. Yeah, uh, and they had longer fields to go and stuff, but still. I mean, I'd like to see, you know, when you're playing F- FCS, something around 300 or under, um, you know, or keep them off the scoreboard or, you know, walk away from that game being impressed with the fact that you that you kept them down. Instead, it was kind of like, yeah, we still have some of the same concerns from last week. And, I mean, honestly, the offense hasn't really clicked either. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we haven't. We, we are yet to have 500 yards offense in a game, which is uh, concerning given that, you number one, you played in FCS and then you played a team that was supposed to be a bad matchup for your passing game, and neither one of them you really put on a clinic. And so it's like, okay, when's the when's the offense going to click into place? And we've had injuries. You know, you've got, <laughs> you got like five receivers injured against Houston Christian, if you include Dalvin Smith, who went down – uh, the first drive. Um, so, I mean, obviously you got some issues there and I believe there are some, 
starters on defense that that are out or or at least rotational players that are kind of injured. And so you've had yeah. more injuries than you'd like, but still I'd like to see like you said, put on put on a show and and shut them down. You clearly were the better team getting out to 31 to nothing. That was the real kind of picture that sh- it should have been painted on the field. Either score more points and give up 22 points or have a little bit better defensive effort and and, and blow them out 52 to 3. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I would have liked to have seen a little more um like you like you were saying. I I'd, I'd like to have seen more of a defensive effort there. I think the offense did pretty good. Austin Reed, you know, did good with like you said, you know, having the receivers down and also having um you know, Malakar excuse me. Corley didn't play. Yeah, I know. I have this problem where I try to say two words at the same time sometimes when I'm just rushing in my head. Uh, but Malachi Corley did not play last week, did he? No, he did not. Uh, and which, which, by the way, frustrates me. I'm kind of like you in a way. It frustrates me that, you know, coaches will be like, well, I think he'll be okay. He'll be back next week. And then he doesn't play, which is fine. Like, I understand injuries happen. And with the injury that we think could possibly be like it's not something that you want to rush either way yeah but on the flip side of it like you said well it's not a big deal we're not really we're concerned about it and it's like but he didn't play right i mean I did he have it a was a business decision but did he have a birthday to go to or something like you just want to act like it's nothing and then he doesn't end up playing so <laughs> i mean right. but in their defense HCU was not a make it or break it game. I'm just saying. Yeah. So we were well in control the whole time and it was fine. Um, I will say, you know, speaking on the receivers, one thing that you really, really have to like is, I mean, individually, the revelation of Easton Messer as a legitimate receiver on this roster, but also just the overall depth. You've got, I mean, you really do have five guys that are out that would probably be playing in the place of some of these guys. Yeah. Um, Malachi Corley, Matheson, uh, Dalvin Smith, uh, um, Craig Burt was injured. And there's another one, I think his name is Button. Um, they're all injured. Uh, and I may be missing one. Um, yeah. Probably. I mean, it sounds it sounds bad, but there's so many injured, it's hard to keep up with everybody. Yeah, I, but I mean, the fact that we've still we've still got guys producing. You have Easton Messer, who produces a hundred. Easton Messer, go ahead, sir. <laughs> uh, but he he, um, he has over a hundred yards receiving. Blue Smith, the Ohio State transfer, by the way, uh, is, is doing a good job. He's the lone probable starter that he would probably start anyway. Um, But yeah, I mean, you've had some guys step up. Dalvin Smith did step up uh, in the South Florida game when Corley goes down. You've had guys that come straight in. Musa Berry gets an incredible long touchdown in the first week. I mean, you've had guys step in and immediately do something awesome. And you love to see that from your depth because when these guys come back, then you're going to have, 10 or 12 people that you can throw in and out of the lineup and nobody's going to have to be tired. You're going to know this guy's going to go do something for us because he's already done it. So I'd love to see that kind of depth. 
Yeah, I know. I mean, that's kind of like what we have to do, though. You have to have a next man up mentality because if you don't, you know, you have a couple injuries, and then you're like, "Well, we're gonna have to start running the ball." Mm-hmm. You know, you're yeah. you're well, you well. limit half your offense because of injuries, and it's like, well, you know, at least we still have, you know, Messer and some of these other guys to step up and do well. But go ahead, sorry. Yeah, no, I mean. Uh, looking into to next week, I mean, you think about how do you beat a Power 5 team. One way is to have some depth at some of your key positions. To have that kind of depth at wide receiver is going to be crucial. To have some depth uh, at running back. You know, you got four guys that can come in and actually do something. They're you Power got, 5? Really? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Ohio State, they've they've been around. They were FCS a few years oh, ago. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I didn't know that. Sorry. But they, uh, they okay. So, first off, before anybody thinks I'm an idiot, um, I'm completely joking. There was an article that came out through was it Ohio State's school or something? And it it had Western Kentucky from uh, you know, from Bowling Green, Ohio. That's that's this is just I'm just messing around, not a complete idiot. I know they're from there. Well, I mean, when I but later, yes, yeah, that's you know, the difference in this, yes. Yes, but so later when I tell you that they're in the wrong city or I call them by the wrong name or the wrong mascot, it's intentional. So maybe it was good our guest didn't come on. I mean, Urban Myers probably doesn't want to hear about this anyway, so. And yep. dead silence. Absolutely. <laughs> I've got your back. All right, Jared, what do you think about that? <laughs> So, uh, but oh, anyway, sorry. Well, um, you know, I, yeah, I, mean, I told you, I texted you. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, um, we, I, uh, to see the guys step up like they have been, I mean, it's doing a great job. Um, I wish we could contain the quarterback a little bit more because that's going to be an true. issue Saturday, uh, against Ohio State. That's true. Um, you that's know, good point. HCU's quarterback did not look great, but neither did South Florida's quarterback. But because we were unable to contain the quarterback whenever he scrambled, we had a lot of opportunities where it could have been a loss of five, eight, ten yards, whatever, and they ended up gaining three or four or six or whatever because, you know, he scrambled, he got a loose, and our D-line, our defensive ends weren't able to contain him, so it was just uh, a little frustrating, but... Yeah, that's a valid point. Um, I, I do. I mean, I haven't, I haven't watched Ohio State to be honest yet this year. Um, just I don't think they get on major networks very often. Yeah, I think they're like on the Ocho or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're on like ESPN Plus or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. That, I don't. I think they're on network. Stadium. I think yeah. they're on Stadium. Yeah, <laughs> we got to deal with Stadium now. I think so. Their conference, God bless their heart. But um, it I mean, does bring up a good point, honestly, about the QB being able to to contain some threat there. Hopefully, I think it seems like uh, Ohio State's uh, his last name is McCord, Kyle McCord. Um, I believe that he's much less mobile than these two that we have faced. Um, it seems like he's pretty much a statue, but um, I guess time <laughs> so, will tell. But 
but that's because he hasn't had to move. They played Indiana, which, by the way, is probably like a half a step above us as far as talent goes. And then they played Youngstown State, which, as as much as I'm joking about Ohio State, uh, Youngstown is not the best, you know, out there. They had, uh, he had 258 passing yards against them and 239 against Indiana. Yeah. I will say, I think one thing that some of the old, older Western fans will be thinking, uh, fans that were kind of around in the two thousands or so, um, will think of Youngstown state and think they're like this great FCS program, but they haven't really done much in the last decade or so. So you might think of Youngstown state as like a, pretty elite FCS program, but they've been about 500 for... Which they're basically like Nebraska. Right. That hasn't done anything since the 90s, really. Yeah. Are they the Huskers? Yes, the Corn Huskers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's somewhere out east, somewhere east of here. I don't know. Um, But anyway, Youngstown State, the longest throw this guy had against Youngstown was 71 yards. And Indiana, he had a 49-yard... 49 yard pass against them. Uh, of course they beat Indiana 23 to three and 35, seven against uh, Youngstown. But yeah, I'd say um, definitely one thing that stands out if we're getting into the Ohio state preview is um, Ohio state is their defense is what seems like stands out to me. Um, yes. They're, they're averaging giving up five a game. <laughs> so yeah, uh, they gave up three to Indiana, and they gave up seven to Youngstown. Um, but they just haven't allowed much of anything um, at all against their two opponents. And so it's kind of like, okay, Ohio State's offense seems to struggle a little bit, but can Western do anything offensively against what's probably going to end up being a pretty good defense? Well, and then, of course – you were just saying Ohio State's defense isn't allowed much, whereas Western's defense is like, I have no analogy for the 454 yards allowed, which, by the way, like that's like the sluttiest girl at prom. I, you know, I have no idea. But, like, there's they're not stopping anything at 454 yards. Yeah. This is very... Um, this is very rough as far as I'm concerned. Like, this is not going to be pretty. We've allowed 189 and a half through the air, but we've allowed 264 on the ground. Well, I, that's massively ballooned by the, the USF rushing totals, and it's only two games. So, I mean, you're going to have some skewed numbers. But, yeah, I agree. I mean, that was a disaster, and the fact that you gave up 150 or whatever against Houston Christian was way more than you probably should have considering they don't have a really good ground game either. Yeah. Um, so it, it's definitely concerning. I will say though, I genuinely think there is a chance that Western could certainly be in the game and on some days could possibly pull it out. And the reason is I think like when I, when I came into the season, I was anybody that we talked about this with, I was like, you know, I think this is a terrible matchup for Western. I think it's going to be a disaster. It's going to be 56 to, to 10 kind of thing. And it might end up being that. 
But Ohio State has not proven to be the team that I thought they were going to be. I thought they were going to be, you know, like they have great receivers. They're going to find a good quarterback. And they're going to have this crazy good offense with a pretty good defense, kind of like Western. And so when you try to look at how could you upset, well, to me, I look at contrasting styles. Well, Ohio State this year is more of a possession type of team. They're not scoring as much. Um, their defense is elite, but they haven't they haven't really produced a ton of offense, and they they don't really run the ball that well either. Um, so they can't they haven't really passed well yet. They may not have had to either, but they haven't really shown a great passing game, and they haven't shown a great running game, and so. If I if you think about it, if Western could bust a few drives and uh, be able to score in the twenties or thirties, is Ohio State going to be able to put up thirty or forty to be able to make this thirty, forty, or fifty to make this this huge blowout that everybody thinks it'll be? I don't know, but I mean, Ohio State only scored thirty five against Youngstown State. That's that's concerning if you're Ohio State, in my opinion, because what if WKU does? get a few more touchdowns than you think that they'll get. And then you start flirting with, oh, my gosh, I don't know if we can keep up with their offense. Um, so I think there could be some scenarios where the game is closer than a lot of people might think. Then again, it could be a complete disaster and we could give up 65. <laughs> but Well, okay. So the way the scoring worked for Ohio State, Youngstown, um, Ohio score. Ohio State had twenty eight points going into halftime, and they scored one more in the third. So, to me, when you're up by three touchdowns, he had the second uh, coach had second string in there for Ohio State, um, because he's not going to waste his talent on Youngstown State, who is in the Missouri Valley Football Conference, with such notable teams as. North Dakota State, South Dakota State, Southern Illinois, Northern Dakota, South Dakota, Indiana State, Missouri State, Northern Iowa, Western Illinois, and a couple more. But anyway, so, I don't think I think that was I think that was a hey McCord, you've had a great game. Go ahead and take your stuff off. You can go sit up in the booth. <laughs> I literally don't think they played that kid anymore. I, I mean, he, they may have. Don't get me wrong, but um. Like, I don't think this was a Youngstown State's like, we're tired of this. We're going to stop them. No. I think Ohio State said, okay, little brother, you go ahead and do what you want to. We're going to get on the bus. <laughs> I mean, I understand. I'm not, like you, I'm not reading I, you, that much like, into well, it. Well, I mean, you're but, like, well, I'm, I'm pretty concerned about that score. No, I'm not. If I was an Ohio State fan, I'm like, yeah, 35 to 7 is okay. Because, well, like. Like, when you get to a certain level, like, for instance, I remember when we played Saban, like, he scored, like, 35, and, what, and like, you could tell. They pulled, those, they pulled the first-string guys, put the second-string in. Western marched down the field and scored. Then he put the first-string back in, and they scored again, and then he pulled them. And it was like, he's trying to be classy and not run the score up on you, whereas, like, the rest of us play would would coach college sports like we play NCAA football on the, <laughs> on our playstations, and we would run the score up a hundred million to zero and just be like, nye, 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 nye. so but basically it, we'd be Urban Meyer, um, yeah, or Bill Belichick or somebody, but yeah, I, um, whoever, yeah. Hey, if I could find a, 
if I could find a hoodie like that, yeah, I'd walk around like that all the time. <laughs> is yeah, is I'm Bill Belichick up. is Bill Belichick the goth chick before there were goth chicks? <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm gonna have so many angry Patriots people. That's okay. Oh um, my gosh! Oh well. But no, like. Right. But seriously, like I, if I was a Ohio State fan, I'm not concerned about Youngstown State. Um, and honestly, they don't even know what town we're from. So you know, I, it makes you wonder how concerned they are about us. But this is the first game this season where there is another factor that we are ne- neither one of us are talking about: crowd size. True. They have a capacity of 102,000 people, basically 103,000 people in their stadium. I remember what those stadiums were like, Matt. I'm sure you remember what those stadiums are like they when were you get soft. to you soft. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't, you couldn't talk to somebody two feet away from you because it was so loud. Um, so, you know, I mean, first off, Ohio state is probably not a place that has issues getting people to come to games. That's I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm going to say they probably don't have a problem getting people to come to games. So when you have a hundred and hundred over a hundred thousand people screaming and yelling all at the same time, things get confused. Uh, audibles don't get heard. Things get, there's issues. Um, so of course I know coach will probably be practicing with the guys getting ready for that, but there is no way to prepare for that when, until you hit it, until you experience it. Um, I remember my first was Florida, was Florida, uh, down in the swamp. That was the wildest for me. Um, I but, think the loudest that I was at, in my opinion, was Tennessee. That was the first Tennessee. one for me. Yeah, I thought Tennessee they were. Yeah, I mean they were. I mean they were shaking the stadium before the game, and I still oh, think yeah. that was the loudest that I was ever in. I mean, we went to LSU and Alabama. LSU I was think. pretty cool. Alabama was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Tennessee. Um, is is a different sort of beast. For one thing, I don't know if you remember this, Matt, but during practice and stuff, we had like the most annoying thing in the entire world playing Rocky Top on freaking <laughs> repeat. Yeah, and that is probably like, that's the biggest reason I hate um, Rocky Top now. Is because of that practice or those yep. practices? Those, <laughs> those practices. We had it for like a week. And coach, I think it was Elson at the time, he cranked that sucker to 10. And so, like, you could hear Rocky Top on the other side of campus, like a mile and a half away. It was clearly effective. 63 nothing was. (laughs) And that's why I still hate Lane Kiffin, because he's a prick. But anyway. So. Dang chicken-legged bastards. I know, right? Jack wagon. Anyway. (laughs) They, uh. We had them after that first quarter. Nothing, nothing. Yep. Three interceptions. Yeah, we, we got were, tired. Uh, yeah, well, we kicked them field goals. We couldn't score. We had to kick him field goals. But um, yeah, they, uh, you know, but of course, something else. Uh, you know, I talked about we talked about crowd size, but also, um, you know, it's Ohio. Like, there's nothing good in Ohio, so it's going to be completely <laughs> depressing. Um, and I think where's the stadiums in Cleveland, uh, Dayton, That's Columbus, Cincinnati. Oh, Columbus, sir. Sorry, good, 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 good call, good call. Yeah, it's um, which by the way, the stadium's called Ohio Stadium. Like, wouldn't you think like Ohio University would have claimed that first? 
Like Ohio State would be the second school, right? Like Ohio University would be first, and then they would be second. But I'm sure Ohio University fans listening in are completely with you. Yes, the Bobcats are like, I'm impressed you knew the Bobcats, man. That's that's good stuff, bro. (laughs) Did you look them up or something? Is that part of your research? Yeah, that was a a YouTube video I just pulled up. (laughs) Of a Bobcat call. They have this about the same fight song as Western, by the way. Yep. But which, by the way, a Buckeye is a tree, right? Like, I mean, it's almost as bad as Stanford in the pine trees that they do. I, I believe a Buckeye is a candy. It's a candy. I thought it was a tree. There's a Buckeye <laughs> tree. Dude. Have you ever heard of Buckeyes? Like the candy? yes, the peanut butter it's thing, like, which are delicious. Yes, yes, they are. The, yes, those are completely delicious. But like. Unrelated just, to what we're talking about, but like <laughs> you name your team the Buckeyes is what I'm saying. Like, like I get Penguins, I get Knights, I get. I mean, Hilltoppers is a whole nother story, but I mean, isn't, um, isn't Ohio the Buckeye State though? Is it? I have no idea. Sure. That's why yeah, I, did it. I know nothing about Ohio. Ohio was called the Buckeye State, so they're the Ohio State Buckeyes. Well, I mean, they've been a football team since 1922. <laughs> Well, the stadium's been there since 1922. Right. So, Maybe. yeah. I'm looking this Maybe up on their wiki now. Good stuff. Hey, they That's were in the name. Ohio Athletic Conference for several years. Hey. I didn't know that. Yeah, fun fact. There you go. Uh, last national title was 2014. Psh, losers. <laughs> um. <laughs> we got one 2002. Yep. Tops. Right. They uh, also had one thousand two, but whatever. <laughs> they really, yeah, oh, they, they did. did. They beat Miami in two thousand two. It's a big upset. Yep. Uh, first Ohio State football team of the eighteen nineties. Well, that's pretty cool. Good for you guys. Yeah. Um, show offs. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, but oh, um, yeah. so. What are you, uh, let me get back on my notes here. Uh, as far as Ohio State, oh, so the big thing that Matt's big complaint is he does not think that Ohio State is going to win by 29. Yeah. I think, I think if you're anybody, you take the over. But Matt, you go right ahead. Okay. So we, we've been talking about emphasizing sports betting and stuff because it's, it's now legal in Kentucky. It'll be legal online uh, in, person. in a couple weeks. In person, because yes. my overzealous butt went on and downloaded FanDuel for the show, and I even put money on the stinking thing, and then I tried to put a bet down, and it wouldn't work. Because I was like, well, shoot, yeah, I'm going to take the over on Western. And then I was like, why is it not letting me do this? Yeah, mm-hmm. so I texted you about that. But anyway, I'm, and I'm, I'm not allowed to talk about, I'm not allowed to talk about betting. So, Matt's all Matt. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You can talk all you want, Devin. I don't care. Just don't completely piss on it when we start talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think gambling's stupid and the lottery sucks. Blah, 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 blah. Oh. What does that do? Anyway. All right. Anyway. So, all right. So, the line uh, against Western started at 26, uh, meaning that they think, Vegas thinks, whatever, that uh, WKU will lose by 26 points. Well, that has ballooned now to at the at the time that we're recording, it's about twenty nine points. So obviously, money is coming in on Ohio State to 
to cover that spread and it continues to uh, increase that number. And so yeah. at 29 points, that means that Ohio State is going to have to score more than that. If you put down $10, they're going to have to score more than that for you to, to lose your bet if you say that Western will cover the spread. And so I just think, I mean, 29 points is a whole lot uh, in any game for for whatever whatever the opponent is, whatever uh, a lot of things can happen for, for a team not to win by 29 points. You kind of, like in betting, especially sports betting, you have certain like thresholds that it's kind of a good idea to bet if it gets over a certain threshold. But when you cross over to another possession, um, so it goes from four to five possessions uh, at 27 to 29 points, um, basically it means that it's even more difficult for Ohio State to cover at 29 versus 27 or 26. Well, and so go ahead, man. Go ahead. Nope, nope, you're good. You're good. Nope, you're going. Oh, oh, okay. So anyway, here's my thing. Number one, we know that WKU's offense is decent. It's very unlikely that they're going to get completely shut out. It could happen, but most likely you're going to have them score something. They're, they're probably going to score 10 or 14 points or something at least, in, in my but opinion. <clears throat> but, Devin, listen. All right, they, <laughs> they face some teams that also don't have very good defenses. And they only were able to muster 35 uh, at the most. And that was against a team that is definitely inferior to WKU. So in my opinion, it's difficult to see where, let's say that Western scores 10 points. That means Ohio State has to score 40 in order to overcome that 29-point spread and for you to lose that bet if you put it on WKU. So that's hard for me to see when they haven't really come close to that kind of performance yet. They're going to have to, they're going to have to be great all of a sudden on offense in order to get to that number. And one final thought, then I'll let you, I will let you speak in a minute, Devin. Fine. Uh, You know what? (laughs) But just a final thought on that. If WKU scores more than that, that means that Ohio state's going to have to way overcome their tendency to score maybe in the thirties or so. They're going to have to score in the 40s or 50s in order to overcome that spread. I just think, I think that WKU will will cover the spread at least. Well, the opinion of the person that's not on crack would think that my issue is with the whole situation with the defense and all that. I think your Youngstown State number is skewed because I I'm dead serious when I'm saying when I said this earlier that Ohio State probably pulled their starters. They probably put in second string, um, and they just took their foot off the gas. Why do you have to hit the gas? Why, you know, you do not have to outscore somebody in the second game of the season a bajillion to nothing. You know, points aren't going to matter that much until the end of the season. You know, when you are vying for that, you know, third, fourth, whatever play, uh, you know, spot to get into the college playoff. But I... I just think it's I think it's a little overkill because or at least you know to score that much. So if I'm thinking if I'm putting myself in the shoes of the Ohio State coach, you're not scoring that much. You know, there's no reason to outscore them by that much and I think that number is skewed. So I think you got to throw it out. 
So I mean, look, I'm not I'm not saying that that was the true score of that game. Obviously, Ohio State was much better than than that, and twenty eight to seven in the first half is more indicative. But play that out over two halves. Let's say they really went for it and they won fifty six to fourteen. That's still only winning by forty two. Who's but it's still that? over twenty nine? I understand that, but that's Youngstown <laughs> State versus WKU. If uh, if they played them straight up, I mean, I think it would be difficult to say definitely that Ohio State would beat WKU by twenty nine points if if they won by forty two against Youngstown State. If that was the true score or whatever, however you want to look at it, I mean, there's some. There's some margin there to say, okay, if you're struggling to to really blow out an FCS program, like all it, all it would have taken for Youngstown State to make that a decent game was to get a couple late touchdowns, and they would have, you know, Ohio State would have looked very pedestrian. But, I mean, it just – there's indications there that I think Ohio State is going to struggle – to get to 40, even yeah. even if WKU's defense is as bad as it has been, I still think they're going to struggle to get to 40 points because they don't have much of a running game and they don't have much of a passing game either. They might come up with one of those, but they're still – they're not like the Tua Tungvaloa type of offense or Tennessee or or even the old Ohio State from last year that that was flirting with leading the nation in passing. We did, by the way. Um, but I think that, um, that that's my logic on this. I mean, I, I think it's just it's just hard to see them cover such a huge number when they can't score. Okay, so I will make a bet with you. Okay, this is a gentleman's bet. This is not money related. Okay. And I mean, it's legal. We episode, can do it now. I mean, if you want to just... Well, this is just a gentleman's bet. This is just for the show. No balls. Um, at the start of the next episode, when we introduce ourselves, you will have to say, or the person who loses will have to say, hello, I'm a dumbass. I said that blah, 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 blah. <laughs> okay? So, you want to say that Western will get the under. Under 29, right? Yeah. You want to stick with that, okay? I'm going to say that West that we're going to get the over. So next week, I've got a note. I will not throw it away. Whatever happens, one of us will be a dumbass and we'll say it on the air that we are a dumbass and we said this. So there we go. All right, deal. I'm yep, not going to have to say it. Virtual shake on it. Okay, that's fine. I have no faith in our defense I'm to not, do look, anything. Man, it's not crazy to say we'll cover the spread. Like I, I don't think that's insane. What I think is, I think it's insane for you to say we're definitely not. I mean, come on, dude. But I, I'm not saying we're going to outright win. I don't think we will. I mean, honestly, I don't, I, I don't I think I we don't, could I don't in some think, universe, but yeah. I'm not saying that I think we'll win. I mean... There would have to be a horrible thing happen for us to, in order to do some of the things we'd have to to win. But um, you know, voodoo priests are involved. But anyway, um, like seriously, I just don't. I have no confidence in the defense right now. After two games, South Florida. You know, granted, South Florida is a better team, but 
um, after two games in South Florida and HCU, we've got, I have no confidence. Like last week, I feel like the defense should have had a stronger performance than they did against HCU, and they did not. And it makes, it frustrates me for one thing, Mm -hmm. because you see, you know, the potential there, and we just can't stop things. Whereas we should be stopping them in key moments so that we can, for instance, give, you know, let's go, let's, uh, you know, we've, if we could stop them here on their 40 yard line, you know, we can give the ball back to offense, we can get off the field and then we convert, you know, I'm just, mm-hmm. that's not a specific situation. It's just a hypothetical, but yeah, it, it was, it was just really frustrating to see these, these moments where it's like, okay, we could, you know, we can, we can dominate this series on defense we can get the ball back you know i granted we did have an interception ran back which by the way when he cut across the field i was like oh he's gone but (laughs) but when uh you know that that was a great play and i don't get me wrong i was completely tickled with it but i've got to see um i've got to see a little bit more before we get to the point where it's like okay they're not going to score more than 29 against us so, yeah, that would that's be. just my opinion. <laughs> I may be a dumbass. I'm completely fine with that. I think you will prove to be. Come. <laughs> well, you've week. been talking. You've been talking to my wife, evidently. So it's fun. <laughs> yeah, we we have been communicating. Um, I'm sure. <laughs> I've got the intel on why exactly. Um, yeah. No man, but you make a great point about just kind of being frustrated with the defense. That's a good way to put it just in terms of like that gummit if we could if we could just stop the ball a little bit from from somebody just shoving it down our throats and stopping the quarterback from running for 30 yards down the field we'd be in pretty good shape um yeah. overall with the rest of the team and so it is frustrating because we had and have pieces on defense and offense for us to look at and be like you know what we're going to be pretty good this year but it hasn't come together yet yeah. And even with Donut, who has sealed a game on his own already, yeah, um, we still have not looked like an elite defense. Yeah. Um, I will say though, I mean, we have been forcing turnovers. You know, we forced three per game, um, and a lot of them are coming from the DBs. Uh, almost all of them, except the the one by the two by Donut, I guess, because he's got fumble recovery, two fumble recoveries, one for a touchdown. But, um, yeah, um, it is frustrating. That's a great way to put it. Um, I think I'm if – you like that. Yeah, that's good. If we can uh, – <laughs> bless your – good job, buddy. Um, but if we can – if we could if we could force a few turnovers, obviously that would be a huge assistance uh, in this game. I think that's got to be one of your biggest keys to, to victory, if you will, is – controlling the ball, controlling the clock, not doing things to screw yourself. Um, you know, and it, it would give you a chance if you had an Upton Stout pick six or if you, um, you know, forced a fumble or something like that, um, if they would make a mistake. And uh, hopefully we'll see that. Let me ask you something, just hypothetical here. Sure. How many, without looking at your notes or anything, how many touchdowns we score in the first half? Four. Uh, five. Oh, was it was 31, 
Oh no, no, you're right. I'm sorry. It we was scored yes. five times, but it was well. Four times yes, we had one of those was a field goal, my mistake. And um, so then we only scored three in the second half. Mm-hmm. We had three touchdowns in the second half. So, like to me, that is uh, that's one of those things that even though we were winning by that much, like we still scored only you know less than half of our touchdowns in the second half which kind of makes it feel like Ohio State you know took their foot off the gas too so yeah i mean yeah i'm still on this point so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean without those two what is scary is without those two touchdowns late you definitely look at that game a little different i mean we yes. were we allowed that game to be within two possessions i, I assume people realize that i mean it was 16 points that's yeah. two touchdowns and two two point conversions, and they could have tied the game. Lesser things have happened, um, and so it's kind of a scary moment for me. But yeah, yeah, I can you kind of look at it and say, okay, you know, we won by thirty, it's okay. But man, we almost let them back, really get back into the game and have yeah. a real chance of winning, and yes. it didn't end up mattering. But that is kind of like, you know, you you wonder. What if a couple more things had gone wrong? What if we hadn't had three turnovers? What if uh, I mean we I mean, turned like, the ball over at all? You know. Well, I mean, even like you're saying, like, what if you know we we threw an interception on one of those touchdowns, or what if you know mm-hmm. there was a fumble that was run back? You know, well, that game could have. Yeah, it was 16 points at the end of there, but like there were times when HCU. If the ball had bounced another way, they could have had a different. It could have. It could easily have had a different outcome. Um, and which is, by the way, the worst part and the worst thing to do in front of twenty thousand seven hundred and twelve people. So, I mean, that's the largest crowd Westerns had this year for football. Which, by the way, congrats to all the uh, people who tried to make that happen. Um, yeah, you know, absolutely. They, that they, was cool. It was worked, nice to see a nice crowd for sure. That, yeah, they worked really hard, um, you know, trying to get this the stadium filled. And so, you know, good job, guys. We appreciate you. And, uh, you know, helping out the football team like that, it, I mean, it makes it a lot more fun. It's a better environment. And uh, it, you know, it, it makes recruiting easier. It makes a lot of things easier for the football program and for Western and in general. Programs. Yeah, I was going to say, there were some big recruits in town for basketball. There was other stuff going on besides just the football game. And so to have those guys in and have, you know, basically 21,000 people have a near capacity crowd yeah. you want to see. So yeah. good on everybody for making, making a turnaround from that terrible crowd against USF. Well, and so. I, I will say, I mean, we're right here at the end of the podcast, so we can talk about this for a couple seconds here. Um, I did hear a couple complaints um, with a few things. The band was one of them. It's a little awkward com- com- complaint was that the band and that the people over the music should coordinate, which I can understand that. You know, maybe y'all they should coordinate with the band so that they weren't playing over each other or trying to compete with each other. Um, and then another issue is uh, the grassy knoll. No, there was not a shooter, but 
the issue comes in with uh, the grassy knoll because when you have when you have a stadium or you know a capacity of twenty thousand people and you have a huge have gaps in the seating in the stadium because people have gone down to the grassy knoll down there like it kind of makes it seem like there's not a lot of people there do you, i mean you get what i'm saying right yeah i mean yeah they're definitely uh it didn't seem like there were really twenty one thousand people in there yeah um and a lot of a lot of people go to the to the berm but um you call anyway, it the berm yeah that's what it's called Devin. it's the berm it's not oh, the grassy okay. knoll <laughs> okay i'm a jfk conspiracy theorist person i like the grass that's fine but we don't have to bring it into wku football talks <laughs> just slipping that in there <laughs> anyway yeah no i mean the corners were were less full but i mean there were a lot of people up in the upper deck um there were a lot of people in the lower deck and the the new side was pretty full and everything um so it was a nice crowd and it was I mean, that's what you want to see. You want to yes. see people yes. showing up and supporting the tops. Every game. Every that's game. Right. Completely agree. Um, I was just checking something real quick. Uh, yeah. Okay. So at, at the South Florida game, we had 15,438. Uh, that's 12% less than we had last game. So, yeah. Um, yeah but yeah, great. I mean, that's great. I'd love to see it. Honestly, I think Western should sell or give away, you know, about five or 6,000 tickets a game. I don't even care um, yeah. because you're going to be paying for it. They're going to, you know, people are going to buy food. You can't get kids not to want to buy food at a, at a football game. I'm just saying, or a big red plush or some t-shirt or something. You can't keep them from buying crap. Oh yeah. But um, I mean, I got little kids. We're definitely buying waters and ice everything, cream, nothing else. Dad, I want this. No, I'm yeah. hungry. We yeah, just fine. Ate. I told you we weren't eating. Five seconds later, Going or you could always be—you could be like my mother, <laughs> who would like sneak stuff into the games. Y'all, I got hot dogs. I brought a two-liter too. Here you go. <laughs> Get some of my flask. <laughs> <laughs> Get you swinger no. demo. <laughs> now, see, see, my mother is a good Christian Baptist lady who would not do that. So, anyway, outside of her garage. <laughs> <laughs> or she wouldn't tell anybody because she's Baptist. But anyway, uh, the game this Saturday is uh, 4 o'clock on uh, Fox. Sorry, I was, looking, I was about to say ESPN. It is going to be on uh, It's going to be on uh, Fox this week. Uh, the game is at Ohio Stadium in Columbus, Ohio. That's serious this time. It's in Columbus. Uh, the weather's going to be 77 degrees Fahrenheit. It's going to be a great weather for a football game. Uh, if you're in the area and you can get tickets, go for it. Sell, uh, you know, uh, support the tops. They'll appreciate it. You know, I'm, I'm expecting a couple thousand people to be there at the game, but you never know. Um, there may be a few more anyway, the, uh, you know, support the tops definitely. Uh, and, uh, then we'll be back here next week to talk some more Hilltopper football, but, uh, Hey Devin, real quick. Yes. I know, man, I know you're about to show I do this every week. What it, what would you be your actual prediction since you think we're going to lose by four hundred thousand? I will Which say, prediction? I will say, um, I'll say. Let's see, it's got to be more than twenty nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, you're going to pick something that doesn't even cover the spread. <laughs> uh, I'll say forty two to seven. Forty two to seven. Okay, and that'll be Ohio State. As bad as I hate to say it, yeah, um, I've got. 
I got 37-17 Ohio State. So you say 37-17? Yep. Okay. All right. We've written them. I've got them written down. One next week someone will be a dumbass. We both are already, but we will be we're gonna just go ahead and say it. And I'll make sure to put it in the show notes too. So <laughs> Uh, but, uh, as always guys, we appreciate you listening thus far, uh, like share and subscribe. Uh, we appreciate it. It helps us out. It helps you out. Um, somehow, I don't know, maybe it's a good Christian love anyway. Uh, but as always guys, go tops, go tops, beat OSU. Yeah. Appreciate everybody. Thank you. Yeah.